0: Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Now that the dust has settled on X Factor 2012, did you know that it took minutes for the X Factor winner, Samantha Jade, to reach number one with her single, What You've Done To Me? Here's a question. What's it all like when the hype, the bright lights, the 15 minutes of fame suddenly stops? Andrew Wishart knows well. He was the runner up last year and it was a real thud. Andrew sung in pubs and clubs for more than 25 years before his four children encouraged him to enter X Factor. Go on, Dad, do it! And he did. And he went on to win the hearts of millions of Australians with his emotional and pitch-perfect performances on the show. Since then, he's gone on to release an album, Tour Australia, and is now promoting his new self-pinned single, Bear Upon You. Andrew's story is an inspiration for people hoping to achieve their dream. He's also donating all the proceeds from his new single, To Beyond Blue. Andrew, welcome to Open House. Oh, it's good to be here, thank you, Lee. Thanks very much. So you are 40 years of age when you entered The X Factor. Some would say, not me. Yes, some. Um, That's perhaps a bit old, to embark on a new life
1: and career. What would you say to those people? I w- I would say to those people <laughs> that um, when they were running the commercials about re, um, uh, auditions for X Factor that I would have agreed. But it was... Uh it was my children that sort of pushed me to the limit to get me to go through constant barrage of nagging. <laughs> I think it's great to hear kids actually affirming their dad like that because uh, that's a great affirmation. That is uh, something that I've said to a lot of people that they had more faith in the fact that I could go up and do it than what I had myself. Yeah. Uh, and that coming from a you know four little people is a nice thing. Yeah. You didn't come in as a chump, though. You've been playing in pubs for decades. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, been playing in uh, pubs and clubs and uh, solo duo bands and that type of stuff, but never um, never professionally. It was always a bit of a hobby.
0: So what was the turning point? They start nagging you, but it's still a big step to put yourself into oh, a program it, like it's,
1: that. It's more than a big step. It's a giant leap uh, <laughs> out of a well-worn comfort zone, I can tell you. Yes. Um, well, it's a hard one to do because, yes. uh, as I said, I didn't really have faith that I could mix it with that sort of elite company. But... Um, you know, with uh, their backing and support behind me, they even chose the song that they wanted me to audition with, which was quite funny, the Adele song, Someone Like You. And uh, I remember the first audition in front of the about 4,000 people in the audience where <laughs> I got a standing ovation. I will never forget that for as long as I live. Yes. It was amazing. It takes a lot of courage, I'd say. My heart rate was going through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> to put yourself out there like that, it, it's quite funny, Um you know, I remember I opened the show for Australia. I was the first act they showed. And they said, and first up in Melbourne is a 41-year-old or 40-year-old such and such. And I was actually the last person auditioned for that day. I'd been in the holding room for nearly 11 hours. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So I was actually the last one to go through. They made it look like I was the first. So what that What a excruciating even performance. more nerve-wracking, yes. I can tell you. Yeah. yeah.
0: But you did it.
2: We did
1: it, yeah. We, we nearly went all the way. We're only 1% yes, off. Yes, I know. Yeah, but the uh, yeah, the journey was probably even more enjoyable than the end product. What did you learn about the whole experience? Certainly uh, to have a little bit more faith in yourself. Don't be scared to put yourself out there, that's for sure. Uh, and a whole lot of professionalism, preparation, rehearsal. The proofs in the pudding that I got to second place, but I never would have believed uh, that I would last so long in the competition. Didn't know where I was going to get votes from. You struck, I remember, such a chord with the viewers. And you also got quite emotional performing as well. (laughs) Yes, that's right. The the show and the experience in a whole was fantastic, but it was a roller coaster ride. Uh, We were all missing someone and away from someone, but uh, I was the only one on the show who had children. Uh, and we were, you know, those times were a bit difficult. My wife was coping with four children, obviously different sports every night, different ballets, you know, all this type of stuff, and getting them to and from school every day.
0: While well, dad's a national TV
1: uh, star. Well, yeah. Well, I'm looking at looking like I'm living the high life, but I wasn't. It was hard. I mean, I, I was. It was. I won't say it was as hard for me being away, on a sure it was even harder for my wife and the kids because uh, I was so busy and, of course, my wife was too. But that was something that built up to a point. When I say, oh, it looks all so glamorous, Andrew, what would you say to that? I say it does look glamorous. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, uh, No, yeah, no, definitely not. Because it's a lot of hard slot. Absolutely. And you uh, run to a timetable. And uh, the further you get, the more time they expect from you. But in saying that, it's a labour of love as well. I mean, it's an exciting time. Yeah. But... um, we found it very difficult as a family while we're on X Factor, but not as difficult that we would, wouldn't say that we didn't enjoy the experience. Why did you do it? Simply because my children asked me to do it, and if i had have said no, I'm not going to do it, what message does that send them? Not the right one.
0: So yeah. that message
1: means a lot Absolutely. to you. And I would hope that a lot of people that watch the show as well don't be scared to take the, the leap of faith. And that is it. You're never too old. The, the name of my first album is Never Too Late. There's a lot of people there that could probably hold a tune and they're actually really good singers but they don't fit the stereotypical mould or image or look and I'm exactly that because I don't and I just... Maintained a presence that was going to be myself. I didn't pretend to be anyone else while I was being interviewed or while I was on the show. They tried to make me do different things, which would paint me a different light, and I refused. <laughs> so, <on> <laughs> <on you. laughs> so I just said, No, it's me or it's nothing. Did you ever think you'd get that far? No, no way. I'd never even thought I'd make the final 12. I remember <laughs> it was quite funny. My wife would bring up, and we talk every day, and she goes, Oh, it's really, oh, it's fantastic, and everyone's loving it, and everyone's getting behind us, and everyone's helping me back at home, and you know, visiting and helping around the house. And she goes, But I really miss you. We Want, you know, the kids want you home. And um, I was like, oh, look, I'm going to be home next week. I'm going to be voted out this week. <laughs> so I'm only going to be here for another week. Then it was another week. And then it was another week. So,
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Your runner-up, yeah.
0: what then happens? Mm. And how do you feel when the roller coaster stops and you're off? Go yeah. back to normal life.
1: Yeah. Well, next morning it hit me very hard. Um, mm. I was very emotional, thinking that I'd actually, stupidly enough, I guess, but a feeling that I'd let a lot of people down. It's a shock to the system because you do a little bit of media for a couple of days then back home and then there's a void there's nothing that was for about three or four weeks and i thought to myself what have i done i've just put us through four months of this and the phones aren't ringing and i not working and <laughs> what are we going to do how did you cope with that? Chin up and soldiered forth. Yeah, we just oh. actually what we did was we threw ourselves into a bit of work around the house to just to keep busy. Uh, th- things that hadn't been done for a long time. So we did that, and um, but slowly but surely the big wheel turned. So
0: it's interesting to me that you're so strong and keen to be a role model to your kids yeah. and teach them important stuff of life. You send them to the
1: Bayside Christian College yeah. in Victoria. Why that school? More than others. Yeah, my wife I must admit is the um, <clears throat> the champion of the course for what school they go to. Um, they've got a great culture, a great ethos. Um, we believe in what they're teaching, the faith they're teaching down there. Uh, we were just made to feel at home. It was before X Factor, and I mean, <laughs> I was just—I am a regular Joe, but I was no one knew anything of me back then. But you know, we just felt that they had the right spirit. They get an all-encompassing education, faith, belief, and it's, there's a big sense of community and family amongst at School. It's funny when you go and do pickups uh, after school. <laughs> All the parents are out of their cars and all talking. <laughs> it's like this big community group. We, we were born and bred in the country in a very small town called Bruthin, which is just outside of Bairnsdale in East Gippsland. And it was a very, very community orientated group. And I think we found this little pocket of that in Melbourne, just on the Mornington Peninsula.
0: Stand up in good stead.
1: I think so. I think the whole experience of the last year. With that, I think so. Yeah, they were very popular in the in the playground for a few weeks. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm sure you were too. Well, I went back and uh, yeah, they uh, they really supported me. They had a, a supporters' night where they um, all the school went back and watched X Factor in the big school hall. Okay, so we move on. New single, yes. Bear upon you, yes. How did that come about? Funnily enough, that song's been around for about 19 years. I wrote it about 19 years ago. I've got a bit of a back catalogue of songs when I was back in the country. And it's funny, I went through a patch where I haven't written for about 10 years, but I went back to the uh, the catalogue and this song was always important to me because I always thought it was the best one I ever wrote. And it's a song about essentially growing up and realising things you did in the past and regretting them and then trying to make a for them. And it's funny because what the song meant to me back then, as you get older and you revisit it, it means little different nuances again. And I think with the lyrics and, and um, all that type of thing, Bear Upon You will be a lot of things to different people. They'll be able to read into a lot of a lot of different uh, messages, I hope.
0: One of the things that's striking about your work and what happens through your work is that you end up donating a lot of the proceeds away. Beyond Blue for this one,
1: why is that? Yeah. We've done a tour all around Australia, and a lot of regional areas, especially uh, people were coming up and saying you're a real source of inspiration for us. And you know, whether I'm the flag bearer for that or not, I'm happy to be tagged with that. But my cousin, who was two or three years older than me, who I looked up to as an absolute idol, so to speak, he was an actor and a singer and a playwright in his own. In his own right. And um, he had uh, a mental illness with depression. And uh, I just thought to myself, that's the right thing to do.
0: Well, all power to you. So, a song, sir. I can do that. Bear Upon You. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much for coming in, Andrew. It's a treat to meet you. I'm so glad you've joined us. This is Andrew's song, Bear Upon You. (laughs)
2: Well, I took one thing with another Till the next thing came along Was surrounded on all quarters But never saying that I was wrong Maybe I didn't have a leg to stand on I was trying to prove that black was white I'm not saying that I was wrong I'm not saying that you were right And now I'm tired of reasoning in circles Tired of trying to split heads I was young and I was wrong To ever bring my troubles home to bear To bear upon you To bear upon you Now only years can tell If a man can swim the tides of time Life comes and goes in the blink of an eye Have I already seen mine? Is it too late to right my wrongs? Is it much too late to cry? Am I too far gone for answers? Now I want to tell you why I'm tired of reasoning in circles And I'm tired of trying to split hairs I was young and I was wrong ever bring my troubles home to bear, to bear upon you. is gone tomorrow's too far away i want you to realize that i still love you i still love I was young and I was wrong To ever bring my troubles home to bed To bear upon you To bear upon you To bear upon you